Welcome, nuclear survivors, to the Diamond City Podcast. What up, Fallout fans? This is Andrew. And this is Jason. How's it going? Welcome to Diamond City Podcast. Woohoo! This is our premiere episode, so bear with us. Yeah, we're still hammering out the kinks. Sort yeah, of like... We, we uh, just opened the vault. <laughs> yeah, you may have just opened the vault. I'm still working on that leather armor I've been working on for a year. You probably should get out of the vault, man. It's, hey, it's time. Yeah, I want to make sure I'm good and prepared, okay? Leather armor ain't going to save you. Well, the water and trader said it would. Was he lying? Yeah, there's a bunch of liars in Fallout. Well... This will be fun. <laughs> Get your stem packs, rad packs, your snacks ready. Let's dive in. Episode one, the carrier meets soul survivor. This is metaphorical for me and Jason. Yes, it is. Although it's pronounced courier, not carrier. Courier. courier. <laughs> well, maybe we should have wrote that in the notes. It's carrier, not carrier. Oops. <laughs> it's okay. I just now noticed it was misspelled. <laughs> Bear with us, guys. Like I said, I just opened the vault. My eyes are blind. Don't trust my notes either. That's why I should have my wife proofread, but she doesn't know Fallout very well. So she would be like, oh, it looks fine. It's the carrier. No, it's the carrier. Oops. Anyways. Courier. Courier. Anyways, I'm going to stop saying that word because today I am tongue-tied. Anyway, anyhow, so <laughs> it's metaphorical, okay? Um. So, yes, my name is Andrew. Um, I grew up in Arizona. I'm a Tucson native. I am a desert rat. I lived in Washington for a year and fucking hated it because I was like, it won't stop raining ever. Does the sun even exist here? It was literally an outdoor vault. <laughs> Green, wet, rainy, snobby people. Sounds it, like fun. Not really. <laughs> my ex lives there, so. Uh, yeah, we're not going there. That's a whole nother tangent of I'm not going there. Yeah, Anyways, no. um, I grew up in Tucson, mainly Marana, I guess, statistically speaking. Um, hot, boring desert. So think of the Mojave, New Vegas, the courier. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So my name's Jason. I originally grew up in the Commonwealth. Even in fall, not only in Fallout, but in real life, Massachusetts is called the Commonwealth. Uh, it's one of a few states that are. Um, yeah, I grew up there most of my life, uh, lived for a good decade or more. Um, in North Did you Car- say you lived for more than a decade more? You're still alive. I guess you're doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, I lived uh, after I spent a good 20 years of my life there. Then I moved down to North Carolina. Lived there for about 14 years. Then I came out here to the desert to decide, because I need to see a new part of the world. Isn't the desert exciting? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, after you've lived two years in the Iraqi desert, uh, this one's not that bad. Fair point. (laughs) Less sandstorms, at least in this, in Tucson area. I don't know about the rest of the state, but here there's not that many sandstorms, I like it. We just get haboobs. Mm. That's yeah. a that's a basically a giant ass sandstorm. Mm. 
yeah. but not like not like Iraq though. Not just yeah. pure sand everywhere. Yeah, you can see that thing from a mile away. You'll go out to your door and you'll just see this wall of sand. <coughs> and you're going, What in the hell is that? Two seconds later it's on top of you. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Mm, yes, it was. Radstorm. <coughs> Desert style. Mm, yeah. So my roommate, you know, he got a job out here and I tagged along because I was like, you know, I want to live in a new part of the country. Nice. And so that's how we kind of um, got the title of this episode. Because this is an introductory episode. Yeah. We are going to talk some fallout, of course. Well, you got it. I mean, come we, on have to, we have to. It's a Diamond City <laughs> podcast. Although, you know, that we still haven't told them how exactly we met, though. You're right. <laughs> We're going to segue right into that. So, can... You all got the point. We're both in Tucson. We're in Tucson. We're in the desert. We both live in the desert now. Um, mm-hmm. 15, 15 years ago, I worked at this bowling alley. Dude, 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 I left. I did my own other thing. I went and did apartment maintenance. That was stupid. Did hotel maintenance. That was stupid. Learned ACs. Valuable, but stupid. I hate heat. <laughs> I realize now I hate heat. I don't mind the desert heat, but like, have you ever done installs for the AC company in the attic? It's like 130 degrees in there. I'm like, I'm literally cooking. Well, I never had to do an install, but I have done some repair work on an attic, and I know that heat. Ooh, even worse for you living in an area that has humidity. Ugh. <laughs> don't even. Want, it's a sauna. It, <laughs> yeah, it's. It, but attics usually collect moisture. Kind of because how the insulation works. So it's always inherently humid in an attic. Yeah, that is true. That's very true on that, unfortunately. People's body heat. Mm-hmm. ACs also dehumidify. Uh, yes. So when you got all that stuff in the attic, mm-hmm. the moisture is going to go somewhere. <laughs> That's like open the door and... <sighs> yeah. Oh, what the fuck did I sign up for today? Yeah. Oh, did I just put a foot through the ceiling? Oops. <laughs> Anyways... Once again, you all got to get used to segues because ADHD right here. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Same. So, fast forward to now. I am now back at the bowling alley as a mechanic, and that's where I met Jason. He's yeah. also a mechanic. Yeah, originally I was an automotive mechanic. Did that for damn near all my life. Although I did do a little bit of hotel maintenance. Um, hey, we got more and, in common than we thought. <laughs> yep, 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 yeah. As well as I did do some residential house repairs and renovations and things, so... I was able to get that kind of knowledge, which was good. Never really liked it. Um, mostly because I just love gears. Can't help it. <laughs> Gearheads. Mm. You know what RB stands for? No. Ratchet Boys. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Steph came up with that one, too. Ah. Got members thank her for that. I, I said we should have taken a picture of some ratchets. That would have been funny. Man, but that opportunity is now ruined because someone actually painted it, surprisingly. Mm, of We're not going into that story. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Y'all let us know if you want a pen setter mechanic podcast because <laughs> we got stories. Mm, oh, yes. yes. I got stories from, what is it, 18 years ago that I yeah, still remember to this day. Like, what the fuck? Mm. You work on 60-year-old machines, they're going to surprise you every time. Tell me about it. There's no clear cut. What? <laughs> expect the unexpected. That's the only thing you can expect. Yeah, yeah. And tongue think- twister. <laughs> Anyways, 
So we met at the bowling alley. We worked together. And we shortly found out we both have a love for Fallout. Mm. And I, for once in my life, was like, man, that's, that's cool. That's not just me and my brother. My brother is what got me into Fallout. Ah. He showed me the game. And because I was not an avid, like, hardcore gamer growing up. High school, I was a band geek. Mm. Yeah, I was tooting my trumpet, playing drums, learning guitar. I was hanging out with the fine arts folk. Mm-hmm. They be careful to hold tooting your own trumpet there. You might get us into the R18 range. <laughs> <laughs> I I seriously did play trumpet, though, like to the point where I was in Arizona jazz camp. I played with um, famous jazz physician Orbit Davis at the TCC Music Hall. Like, he literally had his elbow on my shoulder during a solo. That's fucking nerve-wracking. So you know that guy knows if I fuck up. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can fool the audience, but he's going to know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and he's like, you know, I'm a short-ass kid because I didn't spurt up till after my senior year. This guy's towering over me. I'm like, I have to look up to him, literally. And the only thing you're thinking of is, if I mess up, is he going to bring it out in front of all the people or berate me later? I'm hoping for this the second one. Like, And he said, I killed it. He said, I did good. Excellent. He actually had, he had some really good advice for me, like, growing up and you know follow my dreams pursue me keep practicing and you know he was oh. also a trumpet player so he knew like oh he, yeah yeah i wasn't like that. just like a band director like he knew the instrument like more than i did and like hmm. get some of that insight and knowledge really developed my going yeah. to my future you know by my senior year i was instructional coach for the marching band hmm Nice. I could have gone home after fourth period, but I said, fuck that. I don't want to be home. I'm going to do symphonic band, concert band, which is like the, you know, freshmen, sophomores, you know, their first mm-hmm. high school band experience, teach them how to march, the music. We all played the same music. We all um, marched, you know, together in the field. It wasn't like two different marching bands per se, but just different classes. Uh, so yes. a lot of times with the substitute teachers, they're like, eh, Andrew will teach the class. <laughs> what? Nice. Cool. Nice. Thanks. Thanks, Mr. A. Anyways, that was my, I, was, I wasn't hardcore gaming. I would play, but mm-hmm. then <laughs> my brother gets me into Fallout. Uh, oh, which one did you first get involved with? Which game, or which one, no, sorry, not involved with. Which was the first game you were introduced to? That's the word I want. Mm, Fallout 3. New Vegas. Like, my brother was always playing 3 or 4. Or of New Vegas. Okay, so there's nothing we have in common. We both got introduced in Fallout 3. Watch Daddy run away. Chase after Daddy. Chase him, after Daddy. See him turn into a dog. What the hell happened? <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Oh, he got turned into a dog by a little girl that is actually a you know, 200-year-old German scientist. So, I mean, you figure that one out. That's crazy. That's crazy. It is. You got to love Fallout. (laughs) But if we really want to, my first deep dive playing, Fallout 4 was the first game I really ever beat. Hmm. Wow. Took you a while. I beat the other two first. Yeah. Almost sequentially. I I, I started out of order. uh, uh, Clearly. Because, you know, I finally invested in, you know, a game console, a T, you know. Once my music stuff kind of, yeah, I need something to do. Although it was kind of interesting, though. For me, I beat Fallout Three, guys. You know, first one I played, and then I went and I beat Fallout New Vegas. And while waiting for four, 
well, both waiting for four and waiting for a console that could play four. Um, <laughs> 360 just could not handle it. I'm still trying to get him on the Series X, guys. Come on, help me out. <laughs> Cute. He's on the Xbox One right now. Ah, it's still a good console. Fallout 4 is about to get the remaster. Yeah, it's still a good console. So anyways, yeah, but I beat them both just one time. And then I went back and played, you know, the, the, the uh, extensions or the add-ons. Expansions. DLCs. DLCs, yeah. Um, but it's so weird. Um, after the playing through the DLCs, then went and I re-beat them again. But Fallout 4, I've only ever beat once. I have never beat it again. I've, I've played all the DLCs, beat all the DLCs. But the main story, I have never, since the first time, actually finished that game. I only did it once. After that, never went back through the final one. Just always end up going on a tangent with some kind of mod or something. But never really beat it again. Only beat it once. So it's kind of weird because <laughs> I beat the other ones multiple times just to get different endings and whatnot by trying out different things. But Fallout 4, only once. And that was yeah. with the Minutemen. Oh, wait. No, I think it was Brotherhood of Steel. Wait. <laughs> Maybe no, you need no, to go yeah. back. That's actually, okay. I, I did the Institute first. I, want, actually, I just want to get that one out of the way. Actually, come to think of it, I think I deleted the save that had the, where I actually beat it. So I have no idea who the hell I beat it with. <laughs> it's been that long. <laughs> well, from that, we know Fallout 4 is probably not Jason's favorite. The hell it ain't. I've got the, I, that's the only one I've got mods on. Now, granted, you know, the other ones were on 360, so don't have mods. And I don't know where the discs are to put them on 4 on or the Xbox One in order to, you know, check for mods. Although I do have New Vegas. Um, on my computer, I just haven't played it yet. I got backwards compatibility Xbox 360 at three New Vegas. I need to go back yep. and actually finish those. Once again, ADHD. One of these days, though, I'm going to get one and two for the computer off of Steam because <laughs> it's on there. It's available on Steam. I won't get those. I'm actually going to play those because I've seen people play. It. I've seen videos on it. Never actually experienced it myself. Same. My brother had one and two. I've never played it. Of course, his computer kind of died out on him so that's another story but that is true that is true my problem with fallout 4 is yes i beat it once then they brought mods on and adhd again well that's the thing is what can i, I do to this game <laughs> oh yeah true that um i think that's the reason why the modding community for fallout 4 is so good is most of the modding community and everything are adhd people <laughs> That, that's the reason why it's so popular is because it's it's, ta- it's tailored for those with ADHD that don't just want to play through the normal stories or play through the normal DLCs. They want something new and exciting with it. And it's just got so much capability. I mean, yeah, they have the Creation Club, which, wait, was it 76 that went down and then came back? Or was it Fallout 4 where they took it down for a while and then brought it back? I can never remember. 76, I think. Oh, okay. Well, we're not well 76 had a bunch of hiccups on launch. We'll, we'll we'll get to that later in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got we got plenty of episodes to discuss. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll tackle seventy six's issues and just it in general later on. <laughs> yeah, but that's almost an entire episode just on. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened to seventy six? Mm. Us Fallout fans are like, uh, what the hell did you guys just do? Yeah, it was just so weird when I got it because nope. I was not. I, I didn't really read up a whole lot on it, so naturally I didn't know much about it. I just thought, oh, new seventy, new Fallout. Oh, it's in Appalachia. Well, that's a new spot we haven't visited. West Virginia. That's not far from where I'm currently living because I was living in North Carolina at the time. 
Then I get it and I see no NPCs. That is the weirdest thing, getting your missions from computers, terminals. Yeah. I got bored very fast. Thankfully, though, with all the updates, they're coming back. In I, fact... I need to go back and try it because I actually literally got so mad at it. I haven't... I downloaded it. I even was part of the beta testing on it. Oh, wow. And <clears throat> the map's Ouch. nice. And then I just kind of was like, no, this is just... It got boring. I mean, you, you lost track of what you were supposed to do. Because you have to hunt down these terminals, and half the time there's a you know the, the, there's no marker telling you where to go. It's just hey, you need to find this. So you look at your map, and no marker for it. And you're going, oh, where the hell am I going to find this? So naturally, you got to explore the whole thing, and that that can get boring, especially if you get over encumbered, which is easy to do. <laughs> and then the multi multiplayer aspect. Oh yeah, there's nothing worse than seeing a bunch of players, and they know you're a newbie, and they give you a little bag, say here, have some stuff, and turns Kill. out it's like triple your freaking your level before you can even use it so you're like oh well there's some weight i'm stuck with um, unless i can sell it and then you're like well, wait who the hell do i sell it to there's no there's nobody to sell it to so now you're saddled with their unwanted stuff otherwise i mean some people do just ignore it when you know someone's trying to unload some old stuff they'll just like ignore it and then they'll get the lead from the game but me i'm always played the hoarder all the games <laughs> three four uh, New Vegas and 76. <coughs> I'm the hoarder. I hoard every single gun I can get my hands on. I hoard every single piece of junk I can get my hands on. Ammo, caps, everything. Exactly. Now, with three in New, in New Vegas, the guns are good if you have the junk, the jury rig perk, because then you can repair. Fallout 4, the scrap now becomes good because you can build. 76, I haven't found anything good to hold it all for reason to hold it, <laughs> hoard it. Because <laughs> you can't repair stuff with it. You have no jury rigging, so you can't repair the things. Um, they have level caps and, you know. And they're just now starting to get NPCs, NPC vendors outside of the robots from Whitehall. They actually now have the responders back. But So you now have people to sell stuff to. But, I mean, if you don't have your camp nearby, you got to run all the way across the map, get your stuff, run all the way back, or walk in my case, and then trade it. Yeah. Like I said, we'll get into 76. That's a whole can of worms. But, yeah. Where was it? Love of Fallout. Yes, Love of Fallout. Uh, yes. Love so, yeah, Fallout 4 was kind of like my big first, like, Fallout release, per se. Mm. Yep. yep. I have collectibles. I beat the game, at least on one. I, and then I discovered mods and settlement building. Ash Jason. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, he's he's got one hell of an impressive area. <laughs> one it's, impressive settlement. He's still working on the others. <laughs> Sanctuary is not even done yet. Thanks, mods. Anyways, True that death. ADHD, I get, I get like spontaneous, and I'm like, I'm going to build a tower. Year later, tower's done. I'm going to build a security tower off the tower. Six months later, I okay. got streetlights everywhere. What? Wait, when did I put those? And then you start walking around going, wait, where's all the defense? Wait, wait. when did I build this? <laughs> Why is that turret not even sitting on anything? Uh, hold, hold on. Let's not get into the glitches. Yep. Right Moving on. That's See, different story. The ADHD. <laughs> that will be, we will discuss settlement building. <laughs> we'll give you all a nice little, that's a little teaser for you all. See, we're basically giving you some teasers of our future episodes. Yeah, we're just giving you a little bite. Anyways, love a Fallout. I love, I love Fallout, you know, one for... 
you know, the repetitive storylines, just changing. You're chasing daddy. You're looking for your son. You need to find water. No, no, no. Uh, New Vegas was... Oh, you're ta- that's number one, yeah. One is find water. Two was... Um, what the hell? Oh, you were the chosen one. We had to go find something or... It's always finding something. Yeah. yeah. One, you had to find a new water chip. Two, you had to find something we don't know because we don't remember the, the game. Three, you had to find your father. New Vegas, you had to find a platinum chip that was stolen from you. That's actually the only one that where, you know, you had something that got... St- well, no, actually, come think of it. They all had that. That's nothing. It's something's always stolen from the player, and they got to go hunt down. Fallout 4, your son got stolen, got to hunt down. New Vegas, or 76. Ah, that one broke the mold. It has nothing to... Well, at first, it has nothing to find. Then you find out that there's the, the Vault 79 you got to find. So they eventually gave you something to find, but originally there was nothing to find. You just had to go repopulate the world. You had to find people. Well, there were okay. They did. Oh, okay, that was subtle. They actually did subtlety with that one. Everybody else was straightforward. Hey, go find this. Hey, go find that. Seventy six. Populate the world. Maybe find people. Nice and subtle. You almost didn't realize that you had a mission. <laughs> like, I know I didn't when I first started playing. I'm like, by the way, what am I supposed to well, be Well, the map is huge, but anyways, <coughs> once again, 76 seems to be a tagline. Oh, that's its own episode altogether. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I, I lo- I, I've always kind of just loved the exploring aspect, collecting, hoarding, building, repairing, killing death claws. Nothing I have a special passion for killing death claws. And weird. stupid ghouls. Those I love using bastards. on them. <laughs> I love trying new weapons on different enemies. Mm. Like Fallout 4, like the first big gun you see in the vault, the, the cryolator, you're like, ooh. Oh, there's actually a... I wonder what that does. I bet you it freezes people. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I was right. Mm. Yeah, I found this out years later, but there's actually a little bit of a glitch. If you leave the vault... Get dog meat, come back and tell him to find some. He'll actually yank out the cryolator for you without you even have to break the lock. They fixed that patch in like the first month. Seriously, I can't do that no more? No, it was, that was fixed. Yeah, this is the problem. Every time I remember that glitch, I always forget it by the time I turn on the game. Now I can't even do it. I'm going to try it. I, I, we'll have to try it. I yeah. have to start a new game, go get dog meat, and go find me something. And he's going to get me the cryolator. Yeah, that's all you got to do is take him in there, take him to that back room and talk to him and say, hey, go find me something. And he should go straight, especially if you grabbed everything else around there, he should go grab the cryolator. Now, unless they actually did fix it. I mean, now, they've said before they fixed stuff and they never touched the glitch. Yeah. They fixed other stuff that was a cause was caused by the glitch, but never the glitch itself. So who knows? We'll have to try that one, but that's also for another episode too. True that, true that. Although I'm starting to wonder if maybe this is the reason why this, this series... Has been so successful all these years later. It's just celebrated its anniversary, didn't it? Twenty fifth. Oh wow! Twenty five years of this franchise. So why do you love Fallout? Uh, well, I love RPGs in general. Um, always have, and I do love base building and stuff like that. I know collection things. Uh, like I said, I'm a hoarder. Always have been. I started with some Minecraft, and good lord, I always had to build giant storage units because I was always hoarding everything. I barely build anything. I just always hoard everything. Um, but, I mean, I just, I love 
the the gameplay of it of all of them the stories really good and entertaining i mean they grab my my attention and i've got hd just like andrew does and i'm able to actually stay focused with them uh 76 <coughs> well except for 76 and fall off four with the mods but that, that, that's, that's another, another can of worms they brought <laughs> mods we're both like huh yeah what does this one do what does this one do? It, hence the reason why I only ever beat Fallout 4 once. <laughs> Same. My wife thought I was crazy for the last six months building a fucking tower. <laughs> Is there anything else you could do in the game? No. These people need a place to stay. I want it secure. Mm. I'm making sanctuary a goddamn city. Fuck off, Boston. Yeah, usually whenever I play before... <laughs> uh, before Sorry I for got Bostonians. <laughs> It's all Boston. Good. I just wanted something on the north side of the map that was kind of cool, mm. other than a damn vault and a rundown suburb, suburb, suburban family home area with a robot that's been there for two hundred years, just waiting for me. Codsworth, go go to suburbia. Suburbia. That's the term we're looking for. And yeah. What, what does Preston do? Nothing. I know. I wish that they would have done something better with him. He just walks around Sanctuary like he owns the place. And goes, hey, by the way, i got a mission for you. I've got like, another settlement that needs your help. i got another settlement that needs your help. But here's what the, the fuck are you doing, Preston? Why don't you go help them? You see him building a tower. <laughs> yeah, not to mention, he promotes you to general. All the remaining Minutemen immediately agree with him that you're the general. He's a lonely corporal, and he's over there giving the general missions? Wrong. Right, because he was even asked. The game even had the dialogue. It was asked... Why don't you become the general? Oh, I can't lead people. I can just, I just know how to fight. It's like, hello, you just led a group of survivors from Lex, uh, Quincy all the way here to Sanctuary. I think you can lead. <laughs> Not well, to mention you said one lady was just on drugs, so no one wanted to deal with her anyways. Ah, don't make fun of Mom Murphy. She's cool. She's cool, but. Except if you give her two jets in a row, she croaks. But, I mean, besides that, you know. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> See, I didn't really mess with Jet and all that. At any of my gameplays, I kind of just didn't mess with the drugs other than right away, stim packs. Same, same. I usually just hoard it and throw it in my little medicine container. I just and trade that shit off. Well, that was my original idea. I'm essentially a drug dealer in Fallout that doesn't use. <laughs> I just collect. Hmm. I am the transporter. <laughs> You're definitely the courier, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's some of the reasons, like, I love, like, just all the, the collecting, like, the, you can find stuff, the vault, I was going around looking for those little vault boy, um, oh, yes, the, and Fallout 4 all over the place, the, the um, bobbleheads, bobbleheads, yeah, uh, one of the best, one of the best, um, search and find aspects of any of the games was when they introduced the bobbleheads, I believe it was in number three, as I recall, when they introduced those, oh, yeah, it was just another gameplay that made it better. Yeah, cool. Hey, like the Easter egg hunt. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. You get little perks with it, too. That's the best part is, hey, it ge- it gives you a bonus. You get a prize when you find it. Woo. How many other of these guys are in a fight? Like, can you imagine if, like, Fallout 3 or 4 had, like, multiplayer and, like, everyone's looking for the same fucking bobblehead? There's, like, a line. Mm. It has to keep respawning. <laughs> well, actually, that's what 76 does. Um. <laughs> well, we're not... 76, ugh. The whole multiplayer aspect. I, I'm not sure why they You took... know where Fallout 76 came from, right? Actually, no. If we're going to go on this tangent, I'm just going to just dish it out. Yeah, why not? We'll give them more snippet. Fallout 4 had a, a test run of multiplayer. 
Oh, no shit. Do you ever notice how much similarities from Fallout 4 to 76 are? Well, I just figured it's because they run on the same engine. Same engine, but literally 76 was tested, wasn't released, but it was tested on Fallout 4. Yeah. To see how that engine would hold a multiplayer setting. Oh, yeah. I mean, they did the same thing with, um, well, Fallout 4, it was originally going to run on the same engine as Fallout 3 in New Vegas. But what they wanted to incorporate, that engine couldn't withstand it. And so they made a new engine for it. Thank God. Mm. Well, I've, I've noticed that even going all the way back to Interplay, when they first started up for the very first Fallout, Fallout 1 and 2 ran the same engine. Fallout 3 came <clears> along <throat> with Bethesda and the 3D aspect. The engine couldn't hold it. They made a new one. Fallout New Vegas, they tested on the engine, saw it would hold. Boom, City and took the map from the engine from 3 and <clears throat> there they exactly. go. Exactly. They always seem to get two games on the same engine. But every time they want to make some major changes... Got to come out with a new engine, which we know Fallout 5. We, I've, I've actually been reading along with this one more than I did with 76. But it's going to have its new engine because it's going to do things that none of the others in the series could do. What it is, they won't tell us because it's going to be out. It won't be They're out for so focused on Starfield years. right now. They're so focused on Starfield. I am praying to God that it's not a disaster. Let's not have another 76 launch, please. Well, with the way they keep pushing back all the other projects, I mean, they promised, originally they promised Fallout 5 would come out around between 2024, 2026. First time. Then they were doing, then they were, and they were working on Starfield at the same time. Well, then they started running some issues with Starfield, and they're like, oh, no, people aren't going to like this. Let's make it better. All of a sudden, Fallout down to 2026 to 2028. And we're still waiting for Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah, that one started... We got a snippet of a landscape at an E3. That is what we know. Well, that's only because they start... They that's went... all they have. <laughs> well, during the first quarter of the development of Starfield and Fallout 5, they thought they were on a really good start with those two, so they wanted to bring another one out, another popular franchise of theirs, which was the Elder Scrolls series. People loved the hell out of those. So they started that one. And again, like I said, everything got shelled... Or, well, Starfield's having problems, guys. We all need to focus our attention on that. Basically, yeah, that's that's what it boiled down to. Straight from Bethesda, they said... We can't have another 76 launch, boys. We can't. Thankfully, yeah, they actually told the public that. They acknowledged the issues they had with 76, and they're like, we're not going to do this again. I'm sorry we have to push everything back, but we're going to make sure the next games... But what about the glitches? (laughs) Well, that's another episode, too. Mm, yes, but yes, Fallout 5, we are all anxiously awaiting uh, what the new engine's going to look like. You need to update. Mm. You need to upgrade. Uh, I'll upgrade when it comes out. <laughs> that's the reason I got the Series X was for Starfield. <laughs> well, yep, I'm going to get that. And mm. Well, we're still uh, waiting for Starfield now. Yeah, when is the... Well, I know this is going off our topic, but... When is the uh, the release date for Starfield? September 2023. Oh, no kidding. It's around the corner. And yet they still go on saying the Fallout 5 won't come out until 2030. Yeah, they said that now that they're going to do Elder Scrolls 6 and then Fallout. They're they releasing upgrades. They're releasing updates. So Fallout 4, if you all haven't heard, is getting a remastered new gen um, version upgrade. Just think of it as the same treatment <clears throat> that Skyrim got. Except for Skyrim's on a different engine. This is going to be 
You know what I mean? I mean, that yeah, it, it came out for 360, and then they gave it a full remaster yep. to come out on the Xbox yep. One. They're, That's they're, what they're doing with Fallout 4 and Series X. They're giving a Series X, Series S upgrade. Um, as if modders haven't really done a lot of the <laughs> work for that one. But I'm... I'm also curious what that's going to do to my mods. Well, not actually, I did do some research into that because we all know when um, Skyrim got its uh, remaster, the mods for the original one didn't work. All the modders had to go back and redesign or um, how the mods would be able to interact with the game in order for them to work again. Uh, from what I heard, uh, Bethesda is supposed to be working with the modding community to help them... <laughs> Like I said, Come, don't, hold on just a second. Did you just say Bethesda's working with the modder community? <laughs> hey, yes. thanks guys for <laughs> doing stuff with the game we didn't think was possible and we didn't throw in there. So <laughs> on that note, we need your help. <laughs> they have acknowledged that modders have figured out stuff that they should have figured out long before, hence the reason for the remasters. I mean, same thing with Skyrim. Modders figured out stuff and you know they were able to incorporate it. Also, a lot of the mods that came out for the original Skyrim were now actually included in the actual game, so they don't need the mods no more. But there was still some other stuff that, you know, they didn't want to tackle, so they wanted to... To all the modders out there, thank you. Yes, definitely a big thank you. But anyways, they're working with the modding community, and they're hoping to allow it either for the original mods to still work or helping them to get what they need in order for the... be able to just upgrade their current mods to the new ones so that way they can immediately just be plugged right into the new game and work. Uh, but of course, this is what this is still Bethesda we're talking about here. Um, <laughs> That's another episode too. Bethesda, well, true that. Everything. We already have a whole season one and part of two planned out for y'all. Oh yes. So stay tuned, and we will be talking about Bethesda glitches, um, yeah. all uh, sorts of stuff. Seventy six. <laughs> um, it's just but, one of the reasons why this franchise is so popular after all these years. <laughs> yeah, and they, even their merch market is insane. I'm wearing my Fallout 4 um, perk shirt. I thought that looked like Vault Boy wearing a Notre Dame outfit. Yeah, it is. It's the luck. It's the luck. Luck, luck of the Irish. <laughs> and I'm Irish, too, so that fits. I got. I don't honestly remember if I ordered the shirt separately or if I got it. It was something. I don't remember now. Wow. <laughs> That's how bad I had Fallout fever. Oh, yes. yes. Jason a- seen my shrine. Yeah. My old shrine. I don't have the shrine. I still have my Luca Quanta. Oh, that's a funny story. We didn't even talk about that. Mm. So this can this can categorize his love of Fallout. Of course, it all is. What are you talking about? So I <laughs> I literally got the Pip Boy edition Fallout Four. I gave the Pip Boy to my brother. Like and then so at one point, Joan Soda worked with Bethesda, and released a actual Bethesda released Nuka Cola Quantum. I remember that. Never and every Target only got 12 of them. Mm. They got a 12-pack. That explains why I never got one. They, they were limited. So me and my brother, my brother thinks I'm a fucking crazy ass, and Target fucked up. You are? Yeah, yeah I'm a crazy ass. <laughs> we know that. We work on pin setters, for God's sake. We risk our lives with janky old machinery. True that. Anyways, go back to your story. <laughs> you said Target messed up. So we go to the Target... On the you know with the release or whatever, and we go to I think we had to go to the electronics section mm. to get our new Cola Quantums, and it was supposed to be a limit of two per p- person. Hmm. 
Well, I two. have in 12. That's interesting. They would do two per person. Maybe it was like 24 pack, but like, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember the exact, but they didn't have a lot. Like mm. literally right. the guy pulled up a 12 pack. Like, this is all we got. Mm. Me and my brother walked out with two of each. Like each group is only supposed to get two. They thought me and my brother were separate. So my brother's got two and I got two. And naturally as a good Samaritan, you did not go on and try to correct him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I should say not really good Samaritan, more of a good vault boy. <laughs> I'm a good vault boy, but I, I also at that time, I will clarify, I didn't know. Yeah, it's it, fine. I mean, I mean, that was limited. They just handed me two. I bought them, and I, you know, actually, I bought all four. Definitely the fault on Target. They should have done better with explanations. It was, it was a limited edition, and it still sits in my cabinet untouched. Mm. I don't even know what it tastes like, and I won't open them. I know they're blueberry Jones soda, so yes, I've tried. I know what they taste like, but I'm not opening these ones. Uh, well, that's okay because um, I, I got mean, the cookbook I, now. I can make it. He has the cookbook thanks to me getting yeah, the cookbook exactly. for Christmas. Or See, was, he it, is, was it Christmas or was my birthday? It was my birthday. Well, I gave it to you for your birthday, but I got mine for Christmas yeah. because I found out that they had a cookbook. Well, I knew they already had a cookbook. But I couldn't find the original cookbook, but they had a remastered version of it. Mm-hmm. That oh, had, yeah, the original um, was, like, all blue and yellow, like, vault, like vault, yeah. Right, yeah, but yeah. it didn't have the same number of recipes. It had actually less, and as I recall, I don't think it even had any of the drinks. It had the Did it have the drinks? Mm-hmm. It didn't uh, have the desserts. Oh, that's right, it was the desserts. So, my roommate, God bless his soul, um, got me. My roommate does not really like games that much. Um, there's certain ones he does, uh, like... Some of the racing ones. But Fallout, he just does not care about. He's not a big RPG guy. So, anyway, whatever. Uh, so, he got me the cookbook. And, of course, you know, I showed it to Andrew. And he's like, man, I want to get one of those. So, for his birthday, since I knew it was coming around the corner, I went and got him one. So, that way. Because Super he was, appreciative. <laughs> it's actually sitting right behind him. Right over the stove. Oh, uh, yeah. Mine's sitting in my room right now. Underneath. It is, like, ready to be used. But let me just warn you all. There's some interesting ingredients you have to track down for this stuff. True that. Thankfully, a lot of our stores here actually has most of them. I've, yeah, I've I, need, I need to go to that's not that I can't find. I need to go like Whole Foods or stuff like that. Yeah. Well, the main, well, there is actually one thing missing that's hard to find. That's a watertight or an airtight container. I cannot find airtight <laughs> containers. If y'all out there know of a good place to find these things, please let us know in the comments. Because I would really love to be able to find some of these so I can actually make the sodas. I promised the guy when I first got the cookbook I'd make the sodas. I've got all the spices to make the sodas. Or, well, have you have you followed Miss Fallout, Mrs. Fallout on TikTok? I she literally do. makes the sodas. Like, she was making the sodas. And all she does yeah. is she has, like, the syrup, like, in a bottle. Well, that's how you make it, yeah. And then you put ice and then, like, soda water. And then she just mixes it right into a glass. Somebody here has not read the cookbook. That's how you make it. Yeah, you make no. the syrup. <laughs> yeah, no, you make the syrup, add it to soda water. Right. But like she hasn't like a the syrup in like a sealed jar and then just gets like a glass, puts ice in it, puts some soda water and pours that. And but like a mason? It. Like yeah. a mason jar? Yeah. Well, hell, like I've a, got like, those. Like a jug. You know, it doesn't have to be like water touch. She just mixes it right there. Well, the book says it. airtight, so. Yeah, I mean, the book does say airtight. I will give them that. Although, I, just, I was I just, like, oh, they're drinking it right away. Holy crap. Although now that I think about it, because it's also going to be hot, I could have used a mason jar and just use that to seal it. Yeah. I just now thought that I've actually got some mason jars. Shit, I should get like a two liter bottle of Pepsi, drink it, clean the bottle, and perfect. 
You would dare to go and put Nuka Cola into a Pepsi bottle? I'll take the tag off. <laughs> That's just cross contamination of the worst kind. That's true. At least uh, use a Coke. Yeah, Coke bottle. Did I say Pepsi? Yeah, you did, especially since you're sitting right next to a doggone Coke cooler. With my Coke. Yeah, I don't know why it's yeah, Pepsi. Coke. <laughs> well, See? I think it's because we both like Mountain Dew, and that happens to be a Pepsi product. Love Mountain Dew. Oh. Starry Eye is good, too. Mm. It's a tangier serum mist. Yeah, it's not as rough. It's definitely smoother, too. Did you notice that? It's smoother, but it gave me heartburn. But I'm okay with it. Uh, well, I just... <laughs> Whatever. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to no. Diamond City Podcast, where the tangents are just unpredictable. <laughs> One minute we're talking about Fallout, next minute we're talking about a toaster. <laughs> Speaking of what? Oh. No, no. <laughs> Speaking of toasters. <laughs> Anyways, you're going you're gonna to hear laughs. We're going to joke around. We're going to talk about Fallout. We're going to talk about Bethesda. We're going to talk about storylines. We're going to talk about characters. Stay tuned for the next episode. The Mysterious. The Mysteries of Vault-Tec. And you all know there's some mysteries there. Oh, mysteries, lore, the whole nine yards. Without Vault-Tec, there won't be Fallout. That is true. That is the heart of Fallout, just about. Think about it. Take away Vault-Tec. <laughs> all you got is Skyrim. In the set in the modern age. Vault-Tec, there's no vaults. Where's your stories? Who leaves what vault that don't exist if you don't have Vault-Tec? That is true. Like I said, without vault Fallout is nothing but a Skyrim clone <laughs> set in modern times. Maybe well, that, maybe that was the one key difference. Hey, guys, we got to make a difference in Skyrim. Let's make giant holes in the ground and lock people inside. Genius. Or, it's like a vault, like a fallout shelter. <gasps> fallout shelter. Well, Speaking actually, of which, fallout shelter is an app on the iPhone. Is it? Yeah. I thought that was a game. It is a game. Oh. It's called Fallout Shelter. Oh, right, 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 What? I don't know what, what I was thinking. You know what else is an app for your iPhone? The Pip-Boy. Oh, okay. I already knew that. That's how I use my Pip-Boy edition. Hmm. Well, that's how I use That's usually how I play it. I have my phone up using it as a Pip-Boy, and I just use that instead of trying to pull up the Pip-Boy. I haven't used that app in forever. Hmm. Fuck, I, I, I Dang. Flashbacks. See, even Fallout 4 is giving me nostalgic <laughs> feelings now. Anyways. Um, so, we want to know why you guys love Fallout. Yes. Let us do. know. Reply on the podcast page. There should be a question posted with the episode. Why do you love Fallout? Feel free to answer it. We want to know so we can talk about it in our next episodes. Oh, yeah, because we, that is one of the things we will be doing. Not only is it going to talk about uh, let me try that again. Not <laughs> only are we going to be discussing the topics we have for the episodes, but we're also going to be reading some of the comments and commenting on those comments. I think it should be answering your questions. Yeah, that's it. Um, answer any questions you have. Even, you know, you go ahead and you, you don't even have to go and answer a question. You know, Just, you can ask us questions if you want. We'll yeah. answer those as well. Yeah, Ask us questions. Answer the questions. We'll talk about let's have a fallout based discussion. So then I was right. Yeah, you comment on the comments. Yeah, I thought I had that right the first yeah, time around. Yeah. <laughs> we'll post the question so we all get started and, you know. Oh, yes. Interact. Share this podcast with your Fallout friends because turns out there's a lot of us. I'm really glad I have a friend, Jason, who loves Fallout like I do. Same Because my brother's kind of over it. 
How in the world do you get over Fallout? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> he he gets bored of the games now, like very easily. Uh, well, I mean, my ADHD does that to me sometimes, but <laughs> I think he ha- always has a love of Fallout, but it's just not like you know, mm. not as deep as it used to be. I guess I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he's oh. quiet about it. Maybe he's a quiet Fallout fan. It could be that. Or I know he could. was really disappointed with 76's release. He was actually kind of disappointed with uh, Fallout 4, too. Yeah, that usually... In fact, yeah, Fallout 76's release, that killed a lot of the fandom. A lot of them who had a love for it and would always find something new to do with it. When 76 first came out, they just were done. Yep. Says it exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. Don't forget your stim packs, your radaways, and join us for our next episode, the, mis- the Mysteries of Vault Tech. This has been Diamond City Podcast. This is Drew. And this is Jason. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Welcome, nuclear survivors, to the Diamond City Podcast. <laughs>